from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, we got Splatfest impressions, and we continue our search for the tricolor battle. And Tunic has arrived on Switch. On a more serious note, everybody, make sure you tell your friends you love them. I'm going 3D like it's 2011. Welcome to Nintendo Made Podcast, episode 340, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about recent Splatfests and other games coming to the Nintendo Switch. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. The tricolor battle does not exist, Johnson. I'm Jeremy Gearhead Mikowski. I'm John Stereoscopic Knitter. This week on Nintendo Made, John found more stuff in the trash that, oh. that works. Yes, like the best luck finding. Very, very good at functional stuff I in do. the trash. Dumpster diving. I do. I guess I already like let the cat out of ba- out of the bag there. We might as well uh, talk about start off the shows we normally do and talk about things we got and games we've been playing. Might as well talk about your newest uh, dumpster find. Sure. Yeah. So I was hanging out with my friend Rich the other day, and we went out to the grocery store to get some food. And when we came back, as I was driving up to my apartment, going past the dumpster, I look out there and I see a large television and. Uh, I say to Rich, what are the odds you think that that is working? And he's like-minded like me. And he, he says, well, you'd be surprised, you know, you know, people throw out the best things, you know, just, let's give it a chance. So we brought it inside, plugged it in, and it works great. It's a big 60-inch, uh, well, it's 59-inch technically, TV. And, um, you know, as we were messing around with it, and I was looking up the, uh, uh, the stats on the particular model, I discovered it's not only... You know, a, a nice TV, but it's a 3D TV of all things. Whoa. Uh, how just completely random. Haven't seen one of those in a long time. I mean, that's that might have been why that why it was in the trash. Because <laughs> people, oh, I mean, you know, a lot of people like my mom had a 3D 3D TV that she threw away, so or got rid of or donated or whatever. It's not really a thing mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, it's much. just gone. But the funny thing is that, like, so so last week randomly I was reading an article about uh, you know, the advent of 3D around you know the 2010 or so and how it was supposed to inspire uh, a 3D renaissance and you know 3D TVs specifically it was about what happened to 3D TVs that was like on I think it was on Thursday then on Friday I'm listening to the CU podcast and they got into a whole segment randomly about 3D TVs and then on Saturday I find a 3D TV just outside of my apartment. So were they, I don't were know they saying that they were that they sucked on the on the CU podcast? Yeah. I believe that's that was the general consensus. I wonder if they yeah. like the person listened to the same things you did and was like, "Ew, I need to get rid of this." <laughs> they tossed it out. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Maybe so. Someone might see this in the background of my Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a nice TV. It's a good quality TV. So um, is yeah. it like um, 
Is it somewhat bulky? Because it's got to be at least, I'd say, at least seven or eight years old, right? It's from 2012. It's not bulky, though. It's like, I, I looked up the original price. It was an expensive TV back then. It was mm-hmm. $2,500. Uh, so it's a nice, thin TV, and it's it's a plasma as well. So I got uh, another plasma TV, which was the other one that my, my sister and my brother-in-law kind of gave me that was a plasma. I'm, I'm like a plasma enthusiast just by, by chance, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it bigger than the one that you already had? Yes, my other one was forty-two inches, so this was an upgrade in size. I mean, regardless of the three D, at least yeah. it's a bigger TV. I and bet the it has a, much better. It probably has the the standard pick uh, hookups that you're not going to get on a more modern flat screen TV as well, like uh, the, AV plugs. Yeah, have AV I didn't plugs re- in the back. I didn't really look around too much back back there, so maybe so. I don't remember. If it's older, it probably will. I mean, you know, newer like this. I, I, I know Jeremy and I are uh, 4Ks don't have AVs anymore. Mm-hmm. That's possible. But the thing I'm appreciating the most about it, you know, in addition to the size and all that, is that uh, my older one, the one that my sister gave me, that one was very prone to, to I don't know what you what the term would be, but I'll say it's ghosting. Like if you leave a menu on there for too long, it would stay on there for a good, you can see the image of it, the, uh, of it for like 30 seconds afterward and um, that was especially not, not so bad when i was like watching a movie but if you're playing a video game and you leave a you know the hud on or something like that the hud could stay there faintly and oh yeah it wasn't wasn't it wasn't a total like you know oh, like burning kind of yeah burnt like but not not permanent you know it would last for like at, at worst if i left it on for a long time it could stay there for like two or three minutes but so that is not an issue anymore on this on this new one on this new old TV that I have. So I'm really appreciating that. And um, picture quality is just great. And I, I do like with plasmas that you get those deep blacks, and that is really showing up nicely, especially in a game like Splatoon Three, which is so colorful and does have a lot of you know deep colors. I'm noticing now with this TV, Splatoon Three looks fantastic on this show on, on this TV. There's an option on the Switch that you can turn on actually to make your system look better on oh, tv really? i don't know i don't know if either of you have it turned on i forget what it's called but i i have it i have it on mine and it, it makes a big difference my tv's got some sort of mode it switches to automatically when i turn a game on it's like like game mode or something yeah and whoever previously had this tv was a gamer too because it was left on game mode if you put it on if you put it on the full range like the full rgb range your colors oh. will look nicer on the tv no matter whatever the setting is i don't know that are you sure that's not just a thing on the OLED? No, I, I did it on my other Switch. That's how I originally heard about it, was from my original Switch. Wow. Have you ever, any of you ever tried a 3D TV? I know Trey just said your no. mom had one. My mom has one. It was it, it was pretty awful. Like it, it, had, it basically was heavily influenced by the Wii, like a lot of things. So it had like mm-hmm. a pointer remote that was kind of like supposed to be like the Wii, but it's like curved. It's like it's like a yeah. curved like a gun handle kind of, but without a trigger, and it mm. sucked. Like it was terrible. It didn't work very well. Like we we had a really hard time getting it to work with the TV. We watched mm. uh, I, I don't know. We, we watched the Wolverine movie like in 3D one time, and that's probably the only 3D thing we ever watched. I was really not a fan of 3D movies. Like I hated that the 3D glasses like made everything darker, so it kind of like mm. fucked with the way the movie was supposed to look. You know, it yeah. kind of messed with like the the the, the whole like uh, I don't know. I didn't like it, and I thought all the characters looked really flat. They looked like pieces of paper walking around. 
like huh. in the 3D stuff that I watched, and I just didn't, I never really liked it at all. So I was not really a 3D person. I'm still interested to try it. You know, I didn't find any of the the glasses or even the remote with the TV, so I gotta gotta buy those. But the glasses are only thirty bucks, so I'm gonna buy one. I was, I was wondering, like, how much how much out of your way you have to go to to get this thing to work. Like, you gotta buy like an old 3D DVD player, Blu-ray, whatever. You gotta buy some 3D DVDs. You gotta buy some 3D glasses, like all oh, to you, see it if has the, a mode if the where TV you can, works or not. It has a mode where you can convert anything to 3D. Of course, that's not gonna look you know, the best or whatever, but I'll, I'll just try that. And I don't know if I could find a 3d Blu-ray player for, I don't know, $50 or something. Maybe that would be, maybe it'd be worth it to me. I don't know. We'll see. I, it's possible that my current Blu-ray player does 3d because that, that was given to me randomly by somebody and I've never really used it. I've never, I don't think I've ever watched a movie on it. So I could dig around in there and see if that, that one plays it. I'm interested to see what the, I mean, I'm interested in what the 3d mode is. Cause I, I never owned a 3D TV, so I don't know. But I was under the impression that you needed specifically 3D capable stuff to work with the TV. Like it's like I guess the PS3 had like a 3D mode for some of the games, and like you know, yeah, you know, Blu-rays that had 3D Blu-rays or whatever, mm-hmm. which they pretty much turned ditched on. for like 4K ones now. I turned on the, the 3D conversion mode just to see what it looked like, and it's as you would expect. It just kind of doubles the image up, blurry. Yeah, makes it look blurry but i don't know yet how it can how it can uh, assess depth from a 2d image how it does that i don't know we'll see how how, how well it does i'm not going to get the glasses right away but maybe in a couple weeks because i'm moving this weekend so i have other priorities but mm-hmm. but when i get them i will update and let you know and i'm especially curious how good the 3d looks with video games yeah, if that if that even works at all with the switch, like I, I wonder. Um, you you should just find find a local local movie theater that still has a 3D movie, and just steal <laughs> their glasses. They got millions of them. You know, just just take some 3D glasses from them. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know think if those the work the same way though. I mean, no, they're the all ones the, for the TV are like I thought they're all the same battery powered. Yeah. Not, not the ones that my mom had. They were just regular. Those they were those same fucking shade glasses that you get at, oh, the, right? at the theater. Yeah, hmm. they don't they don't need like. They don't need to like do anything. Like they don't have a motor in them. All they have to do is just react to the TV, you know. So you don't put you don't put batteries in them. You just put it. You just put them on, and that's and that's that. That's well, I'll, that. I'll, I'll 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 give you the report in a couple of weeks what my glasses are like. But um, the other thing that I did, and I I didn't really do much gaming this week besides uh, you know playing Splatoon, but I did try out a level. Of, or a world rather in Super Mario Maker 2. This was something that made the rounds in the news. I saw that. I actually watched a little bit of a video playthrough of it today. I haven't turned yeah. on my Mario Maker 2 in a while, but I, I looked some of look watched some of a live stream of it, like kind of in the background. This guy made basically uh uh a whole Mario game in Mario Maker 2. And you know that's not necessarily unusual because people make super worlds all the time, as as you remember there was the update. Uh, a couple of years back where you could actually string your worlds, your, your levels together to make your own, to make your own worlds in your own game, essentially. But the difference here is that this guy spent seven years on it and it shows his goal. His aim was to make a game that feels like Nintendo made it themselves. And I'm seven worlds in, I'm almost done with it. I've almost beat it. And I say he's achieved his goal. It feels like Nintendo made all of these levels and made an entire game within mario maker 2 which now that i'm saying it out loud i'm surprised nintendo never actually did that like made their own super world and here's a 
a Mario game inside Mario Maker 2. They kind of did in the one on the 3DS. Yeah, they kind of did on the the 3DS one had it because the 3DS didn't let you get online to play. You can like really like do what you could on the Mario Maker one. So to make up for that, they they basically gave you like their own like full so so however many amount of levels that they had made. And they were mm-hmm. pretty good. Like I actually bought Mario Maker on 3DS just to play those levels. So, so I did do that. Same. And uh, and you know and and also, and also another thing I heard. You know, he says he's working on it for seven years. You know, Super Mario Maker Two has not been out for seven years. He actually started working on this in Super Mario Maker One right. on Wii U, so and then carried and, and then carried it over to Super Mario Maker Two when wow. that came out. So he was working through two games. So started on Mario Maker One and finished on Mario Maker Two. So that's a whole. He lot did a lot of work. Yeah. It shows in all the little details, like how you know, it, in a in a good Mario game, and this applies to his game as well. Um, there's something to to do in every corner of the screen, and it's not haphazard. It's like one thing leads into another, and then there's themes. You know, he he starts with like a core idea, and and each level and, and he'll sort of iterate on the theme again and again and you know do it a little better a little deeper as the level goes on you can just sense these kind of things as you play this game that that he has studied his nintendo and his his mario courses over the years and he has replicated it to a t so bravo to him and his uh, he goes by mikey mike on on mario maker 2 but uh, his twitter is metroid Mike 64 and uh the, if you want to play the level yourselves which I highly highly recommend you do you can type in the Mario Maker ID code uh it's 0G9XN4FNF that's 0G9XN4FNF and you'll see his uh, all his creations including uh this current Super Mario Brothers 5 as he calls it go play it it's great yeah I'll I'll have to check it out at some point I just haven't haven't booted up Mario Maker Two in a long time. So I gotta gotta dust dust it off, get back to it. It looked cool from what I saw of it. it looked like they were using a lot of the different power ups. I saw you could become like the Mario Two Mario and the Game Boy mm-hmm. Mario at one point, and there's a lot of different stuff you could do. And it kind of like yeah, will change around sticks, the different styles as it goes through. He sticks solely to to Super Nintendo and before. So he, although in Mario Maker Two you can do. Yeah, 3D so world. There's no, there's no 3D new Super Mario Brothers. Right? No yeah. Super. Yeah, he's just going to like the classics, which I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know if you can mix. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you can, right? You can mix a Mario 3D World in there. In the oh yeah, you can like mix the out all. You can put worlds. whatever you want in there. Yeah. yeah, if you're making a Super World, you can you know, mix it from whatever game. You, one level from one game, one level from another game. If you want to do that, you can. But he chose uh, to stick with with the more classic classic levels. Cool. Well, uh, everybody, everybody played Splatfest over the weekend. I'm sure I wasn't able to play it as much as I wanted because I was at my mom's house, but I played it enough to be frustrated for not finding the tricolor battle. Did anybody else find it ever? No, <laughs> nope. I don't think it exists. Never? I think I'm with you. Not one time. Like what the hell? Like I, I looked maybe they're on- gonna add it later. I looked online and people went. I mean, people were saying that they played it. I mean, I played it. I played it on the global test fire. It, it, it did exist on there. But I played it once, and I it was when I, I, it was when I first started. They dropped me into the tricolor battle, and I played it one time, and then I played two other regular turf battles, and that was it because I only had fifteen minutes to play it before they kicked me out. But uh, but yeah, no, I played this one probably like I don't know twenty matches or something like that, and I'm just like, 
I'm just getting bummed because I'm not ever seeing this fucking tricolor battle. And then I looked online, and some people were saying they were only getting the tricolor battle, and they got tired of it, and they went and did the ranked matches, so they wouldn't do it anymore. Stop hogging all the tricolor battle. Everybody. So I don't. They they really need they need to do so like they need to like tell us like what what is the decider of whether you get a tricolor battle or not. Like I really don't understand it, and it's really annoying that it's Was just it in not pro happening. mode only. Like you, you know, you could have, you had the casual or whatever, but if you select pro mode, does that get you to the tricolor battle? Maybe no, because pro mode will be different. Because pro mode won't be the turf battles; it'll be like a clan blitz and all that other shit. Oh, so it won't actually be the Splatfest. Mm. So I don't know. I don't understand. That's- My thought, maybe I had, possibly, maybe if you're, if it's because we're playing on Wi-Fi, maybe it automatically knows and doesn't let I, you. I, I played. I played on Wi-Fi. I played on. Got it. On wired the whole time. Oh, you played yeah. on wired. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. it. I don't think it would like not allow you to do it because you were wired or non-wired. Like I don't think that really matters. But yeah, no, I, I just got it that one time on the demo, and that was it. And I was just like, it's like what the fuck. It kind of made it, I don't know, made the Splatfest like not as fun to me, I guess, because I didn't get to the tricolor battle. But also, I didn't spend that much time with it. Didn't you say you were going to play like, you were going to play like all Saturday night or something, Jeremy? Like, did you, I saw you were, you were getting up there. You were like almost like 80, 80 hours already on Splatoon. I 3, played a lot on a, Friday and Saturday. Which um, is quite a feat. Yeah. Friday, I didn't play as much Saturday. Saturday, Shauna was out of town. So I was like on Splatoon all night after I got off of work. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you said. But no, but no sign of the tricolor at all. Nope. I was hoping that one of you had said would say that you had seen it, but I did not. It's really weird. Aside from that, did you enjoy the Splatfest? I saw you guys were on the same team that won. I was on the team that didn't win. I voted yep. for. Fun. You were on Team Gear. Team Gear won. Nobody likes fun. That's why. Yeah, I'm a gearhead. That's why. Yeah. With gear, you can create your own your own fun, and uh, harvest your yep. own food. Yep. I mean, you. I mean. Creating stuff could be your fun. Get the hell and, off the island. And eating food could be fun, also. As long as you don't have someone like Gilligan there to fuck it up. I was still, I'm still, I was voting for Big Man. That's what that was Big Man's choice again. No, I just was like, hey, you know, Desert Island, you gotta have fun while you're there. And that could be any of those things. Anything you do there could be fun, I guess. I guess so. So let me understand something about the Splatfest. Like, I see that how how it broke down was that the things that contribute to a win or or the score or whatever are cock shells, votes, uh, it says open and pro. This is according to the NSO app. I have a screenshot on the, on the outline here. Yeah. But what, so what does each, what, obviously I know what votes means, but what does the percentage by open and pro mean? And then how did we, how are we earning cock shells? I mean, you were getting conch shells from playing the Splatfest. Like, like I got, I got quite a bunch and I, and I've been, I've been putting them into the gotcha machine because uh-huh. I'm trying to get new titles and I still have not got a new title. It's really annoying. I still have the same fucking Splatlandian youth or mm-hmm. whatever title when I started with, because every time I put money in, in the, in shell or shells or whatever in the gotcha machine, all I get is like tickets for, for like food or experience or whatever from Krusty Sean. That's like all I ever get from there. We got a so. couple of new titles, but I guess I just wasn't paying attention after winning the match. Like, what do you get? How many cock shells do you get for winning a match? You just like one, or what's the deal? How do you? I don't know. I don't, figured. I really don't know the number. And there's the um, and and there's the shells that you can use for merch because I didn't I didn't win the Splatfest, but I still got shells because there's specific. You know, the whole reason that a lot of people, that the pro players, like Future was saying, that you play Splatfest. And so you can get these shells that you can use. You can give to merch to help you like re-roll the stats on your on your equipment and stuff like that. 
to try to make it better. And you can add stars to your equipment also. You can, or you can you can add more like abilities. Like if it only has like two abilities, you can make it like three or four or whatever. That's something I haven't dug into at all is the abilities and the ability chunks. And, yeah. You know, I'm just kind of letting the what whatever let it just randomly decide whatever it is yeah because yeah because yeah, exactly. that's where people try to like they try to have it be a specific thing that'll make them like stronger and in, in, in whatever way and that's what the pros do i guess but i did i did a little bit of stuff with merch like i did i did like upgrade my the upgrade the abilities for for whatever um equipment i was using so i could get more stuff that type of thing i, I did try like changing some of them but i don't have enough because you need to collect like a certain amount of chunks to be able to use the mm-hmm. abilities and i didn't have enough like because you need like 10 for each one, and I only had like one or two for all of them. So I didn't have enough to do that, but I did kind of just fuck around with that a little bit on there. Yeah, mostly I just uh, just was trying to gain levels. I think I'm up to level 16 now. Okay. I think I'm, I'm like up there. level 12 or something now, so I haven't, I haven't gotten that much higher. I just want to see, you know, I want to get the best weapons, but I'm still using the same one I was talking about last week, the... With the uh, with the hammer ability and the yeah, uh, I've been I've been using curler bombs. I've been using that one too, actually, because I like I like the hammer a lot. I really like using I the giant hammer. And the other one, the like I like I like the arrow spray, but I don't really like the super move that you get for it. It does like the you know the the Acura slider, the Acura bike thing, which is fine, but it's not as cool as the hammer. I just like the hammer. I've always really liked using. The only the thing hammer. that sucks about the hammer is it seems like it's pretty easy to get picked off because it's. I mean, you take your finger off the button and you can turn it around quicker, but people it's, can come it's up hard to turn. You, yeah, pick you off. Yeah, if you don't stop, it's really hard to turn. And yeah, people, and I have, people I have can sneak up behind you and kill you. Yeah, <laughs> it's happened to me too. Where like they just kind of like you, you're like you go around somebody and they just kind of like just dodge you and then like shoot you in the back like as you go past with your hammer mm-hmm. and it's like ah. Uh, so I'm sticking with the arrow spray. I've tried. I think almost every weapon in the game now, at least at my level. And uh, yeah, I, I just keep going back to that arrow spray. I like the, the wide sp- angle of the spray. And, you know, you can get some distance with it if you want to. And I do like the care bike slide. It's satisfying when, when it hits. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I just like the hammer better. Yeah. And I think that I think the other weapon, the one that with the cone, like has a little bit better damage just because it's not as wide. So you can kind of take people out a little bit easier. But it's pretty, but it is it is very similar to the to the aerospray. It just doesn't spray as much. But yeah, anything else about uh anything else about Splatoon three that anybody's been doing? I'm still stuck on that last level. Uh, it's really hard, but it's fun. I still haven't played this. I still haven't beat the single player. I uh I went back and played it a little bit, and I was there was on one level where there were all these octolings that I had to kill, and I just kept dying at the end. So I just got kind of frustrated with it, and I just quit. Yeah, some of them get pretty hard towards the like. You know, I, I was playing through them all kind of like Mario Galaxy style, where I was leaving the ones I couldn't beat behind. Yeah. And then at the end, I just had all these really hard levels that finished. <laughs> so, yeah, the very last, I think I told you the very last one I did was the target one. I think that's the hardest one. Yeah, I hate that. Other one. than one of the bosses really pissed me off, but it didn't take that long to beat, ultimately. Yeah. Is it still, I mean, does it still have the, uh, is, is it still as cool as it was when it came out for you? Are you starting to lose steam on it? Or are you still. I think I might be using a little, losing a little steam on it, but it's also because of the. I'm just getting kind of like, where the fuck's the tri battle? I want to try the tri battle. Yeah. Well, now we got to wait for another Splatfest, like however long that's going to take. I just discovered that you can uh, go into the levels and just mess around in them to like learn that learn them. I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, yeah, you can do that. Do recon. Yep. Yeah, you can recon them from like the the main menu or whatever, or it's in the lobby, right? Or not the yeah, talk to a fish, like in the regular. Uh, whatever uh i played a lot more of the, talk to the card game this week and uh 
I thought I was like on the last one because it's what it looked like, but I've I've unlocked a four or five more yeah. opponents since then. So now I'm fighting the big. I think he's the guy that sells the sneakers. Did you finally figure out how to use, how to do the special moves? Yes. Yeah. You Thank just, you for helping. Like that. L or R or whatever. Well, you go down, yeah, where it says special on, then you click on it, and then it turns your special on. But yeah. I thought that meant the special was already on, so I never clicked it. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. You have to you have to toggle it on. Did you ever try playing those guys that John was talking about, like at the beginning, where you just like turn I couldn't around find and what he was talking which about. One? I found them. Like they're like it, when you start in the in the plaza. Like if you turn around, there's those like three people behind you that you can play. Uh, oh that yeah. You can play the the tabletop game with. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know why. Maybe it's yeah. I don't think they're actual online people. It's just no, kind of random. Not, but you, not you can't play people on there, yeah. People, but I, I don't know. Like they're just like fake advert avatars or something like that. They're not not real, not like a representation. Like I'm wondering, is my character online somewhere battling against other people and oh, maybe, seeing yeah. some benefit to it or something? I don't know. I just don't get why they why they made them like like real or real. Why they made them squid kids versus like say the what are the little like actual the octopuses? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't to, to me if they they're squid kids that says that maybe this is some representation of a real player somewhere in the world. Yeah, I mean that's what I I'm thought. unclear about that. I bet there's going to be an update where you can play that online. It, it just seems like weird that that's the one of the few things you can't play online, but you can play everything else online. So I just it, it's still kind of like I just I'll jump on and just uh, just fuck around in the in the turf war for a while and. You know, then go then go do something else. I, I do I do still really like it. It's just I said I didn't have a whole lot of time to play because because we yeah, were. Tra- I'm not we losing traveling. steam on it. I'm still playing uh, you know, as much as I as I can whenever I'm not busy. But uh, this is firmly in my permanent rotation. I um I think that it has inspired me to go back and try to play through the single player mode on the previous two games for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the next. Splatfist, I guess, whenever that is. Yeah, are they are they like monthly? And I don't know how I don't remember we'll how find they out. how they do them. Maybe monthly or maybe every two months or something like that. They should do guess. it to where you vote on your favorite virtual console game, and then that's the one they release next. Yeah, uh, please. Speaking of, uh, I'm uh, I'm really I'm getting uh, I'm getting worried about uh, about September here for Nintendo Switch Online. What's going on, Nintendo? I thought we were getting a new 64 game every month. We only have like three more days left, and there's been like no announcement of a september game like why, why are you why are you leaving us hanging like that like it's really it's really weird that they would just why would they just skip a month when they have like 10 so games or whatever that they are coming out with at some point it's really strange like for them to just like just be really like strange. here's 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 some announcements but nothing for september september sorry like what okay i mean even at the, the rate that they were releasing the games it's like uh, it's not enough you know to get two or three genesis games you know, one month and, you know, uh, an NES game another month, you know, like, come on. We haven't open gotten an NES game for a the, long time. Get a little <laughs> bit more and let, let them flow out. Like, give me seven, eight games a month from the various different systems. There's hundreds of games out there available, thousands of games out there across these systems. Let it, let it, let, let us have it. Come on. It's, uh, I mean, you know, it's all uh, copyright, I'm sure. Like certain... What whoever is willing to actually sure. let them put it out, and but all Nintendo that. has a little sway in things. Somewhat, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they have as much sway as you think. Here's another thing: I didn't notice any sort of reward for winning. Like, d- didn't we usually like go somewhere and pick something special up? 
like for Splatfest? No, yeah. I, no, you just get conch shells. Oh, that's how it was before in the other one too. You get and you get more, I guess. I think I thought the other I thought the other one was you didn't get any, but somehow I ended up with some, even though well, my I team went, lost. You know, I found out what team won, and then I went to play the next day, and I didn't have any conch shells. I didn't have anything special when I went to the go talk to merch. The merch you, you might you might not see them until you go to merch because I had some. Merch is the one in the lobby, right? He's the guy. He's standing outside of the door to the lobby. Oh, he's the, like to the right. eyeball. Yeah, he's yep. like to the right of the okay. lobby. Maybe I need to talk to him. He's the cool guy. He's the one you order clothes from and stuff. One eye Willie. Yeah, he looks he looks different. He's like he's like grown since Splatoon two. Like he looked younger in Splatoon two. I don't. Re- I mean, I don't really care about. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if they could just like somehow magically release multiple games a month but just the fact that they for like so many months they were giving us one a month so we were already in this like pattern and then to just like drop it out of the blue is just not fair like it's just like you know you had this you you just expect i mean we've expected you to give us one every month and you have and now you're just not for whatever reason i mean you could have just just dropped pilot wings like maybe they're like we gave you a direct so you're not getting (laughs) anything else <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping that Pilot Wings would get announced soon, like this week, you know, and be like, hey, it's coming out this week. Because normally they launch on Thursday, and there's only one Thursday left, and that's tomorrow of, of September. So uh, I guess they're not doing it. It's like, what the fuck? Shadow man? drop. What a shitty what a shitty way to do it. Unless you're initially you're like now announcing it at the beginning of October or something, and then maybe it's GoldenEye and it was taking longer or something. I don't know. Either way, it's dumb and annoying. I just want to play. I want to play either Pilot Wings or GoldenEye with my wireless n64 controller let me do it damn it it'll be fun do you want to talk about your uh serious note here well sure yeah yeah i mean i don't have to get too into it but last night one of my good friends just passed away pretty suddenly um near as i can tell it was it was heart related and um and uh yeah i've just been kind of sort of putting the story together through social media and everything but just like we literally was at a concert on sunday for another friend that died of pretty much the same kind of thing so something with their heart so really sudden really uh people that are really well known both just really well known and super nice guys and uh it's just crazy like i saw him just a week or two ago in fact i think i saw him after that is what happened i left because there was another memorial for my friend the first one that passed away and then i went next door to the bar next door and this guy was there my friend spencer talked to him for a little while while sean was using the restroom or something but yeah I, like yeah i know they say that i mean everybody says it still though it's just crazy like last time i talked to him like i think i told him i loved him but like i don't remember if i did but i i just been having those feels a lot lately just losing these friends and kind of seeing the impact on the community and just kind of being like yeah maybe we should just let people know how we feel about each other a little more because i mean maybe you don't be creepy about it but <laughs> <laughs> tell, your, tell your friends you love them that's all i'm saying because Shit's crazy. Also, take good, take better care of yourselves, everybody, myself included, because both of them probably could have handled their health a little better leading up to their eventual demise, I guess. But still, it's yeah, it's it's rough. You you just you just saw him Sunday night, and then he died like yesterday. No, no, it, there was a memorial during the day a couple of weeks before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you said you just saw him like two Saturday days morning. before he died. I mean, I saw him. I mean, still, it was yeah, like a couple of weeks. Still pretty yeah. close. It seems like a lot of, I mean, like a lot of people you know is have been. Yeah, dying. it's it's we, it's crazy. How many people between me and Shauna? How many of our friends have passed away in the last couple of years? And yeah. Not 
I don't know. It's it's been shocking every time. Like some of it's been pretty fucked up. This, I mean, I guess it's all fucked up, but I guess it, you know some of the people killed themselves, so that's a little more fucked up. This yeah. is a case of I think more of just the uh, a clock running out or whatever you want to call it. All of a sudden, but yeah, that's kind of I've been feeling a little out of it today. So I might if I seem a little more vapid with the things I have to say, it's because I'm a little distracted, but. That's okay. Yeah, I do have I do have video games to, to to comfort me, and they do. So that's good at least. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to hear that. Like I've, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like you know, it's our age too. Like I've actually seen, I've seen a lot of my friends that I knew just kind of dying, and only seeing it by like through Facebook. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that guy's dead. Like really? Like I used to talk to that guy all the time when I worked at the Owl. You know, like stuff like that, and like. Mm-hmm. There was another one, like a person I used to work with, like a director that I knew. I just died like last week. And I'm like, fuck, you know, it's just people just kind of dropping out. Everybody dies eventually, but yeah, you never know when it's it's a really shitty lottery that we all are participating in. Yeah. Sorry to hear you're going through that, Jeremy. And uh, I love you. Thanks, I buddy. You, I love you, too. We love you. I love you, too. I hope things get, get easier for you from now on. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, but sorry. You know, and I'm not trying to make that. it about me or nothing. I'm just, uh, just kind of letting let everybody know. I'm just feeling a lot of it. It was kind of shocking. I found out right before I went to bed too. So of course I had like fucked up weird dreams about I stuff. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. Yikes. The world of video gaming is usually a happier place. So let's move on. <laughs> well, you want to talk about Tunic? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Tunic. Yeah, I've I've been you know I've for the anybody who listens to the show for the past like three weeks I've only been playing like three games. I've been playing Splatoon three. Xenoblade Three and uh, Easy Come Easy Golf, so I was, so I was like, it's about time to get in, get a different game. Like I need I need I need something else. Like and I love all these games. I just want to play something else. I was gonna I kept talking about how I was gonna buy Proteus last week, but Proteus got delayed. Proteus did not come out. <laughs> it uh like the day of it was like oh yeah uh, we're pushing it to October seventh. I'm like okay, and they just kind of like Pro Delayus. Yeah, Pro Delayus, and only on Switch, not other systems. I guess there was some sort of bug. In, in Switch, like bigger than the bugs that you kill in the game, but something that was <laughs> some sort of bug that was making it unplayable, so they had to push it to October 7th. Looks great. I was like all ready to buy it, and I'm like, well, shit, I should buy something else now. And I did already say, I did already say that I was going to get Tunic, so when I saw it, I was like, well, I got to get this game. And I'm glad that I did. I guess the Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I did buy, I did get a boat in that game, so I can, so now I can, uh, I finally got a vehicle. I didn't think I'd actually get a vehicle, and now I have a giant boat that I can. Whoa, that nice. I can move through the water with, and that's pretty cool. And I've been jumping out of the boat and fighting monsters that are like a couple uh, levels higher than me. So I've been able to like get all my classes in order and all that, and finally got everybody to learn the Gun Daddy class. So that made me happy. <laughs> and I thought about just making everybody the Gun, <laughs> the Full Metal Jaguar character, but I haven't done that yet. But that should, but I should just like make everybody the same class just for the fuck of it. To the problem is if you're not if you don't have any healers, none of your characters can bring your other characters back to life. So if you make everybody like full on attack class, then you won't be able to revive anybody or heal anybody, like that sort of thing. But that game's cool. But a game a very, very cool game that I bought is Tunic. And I don't know how much you've heard about Tunic. Uh it was a, a lot of people talked about it a lot for Xbox. It was a timed Xbox exclusive and it just released for PlayStation four or five and Nintendo Switch uh, a couple days ago. And uh, it's a story of a little fox guy wearing a tunic. And it's, you could, you know, it's very reminiscent of Zelda because he kind of looks like Link. But the game is, I think the game is much more like Dark Souls than it is like Zelda. Oh. Is what I think. So I, I mean, the I, Dark Souls of Zelda likes. 
Kind of, yeah. It's a hard ass game. I think I think both of you would love this game. Like this kind of reminded me when we were talking when we were doing our difficulty episode, and John was talking about like you know how games like have too much tutorials and like hold your hands too much nowadays. This game doesn't. It tells you nothing at all. It just drops you right into the game. No backstory. No story at all. And you just you're dropped there as, as a fox without a sword, and you got to walk around and try to find a sword and try to figure out what the fuck's happening. And what's really cool is they will, you know, you'll get items and it won't say what they are at all. Like not even in that. And there's this whole thing where there's a different language in there. So you'll get things and it'll show up in this kind of like, a, it, it kind of reminds me of like the Hyrulean language you would see in like Wind Waker and stuff like that. But you don't know what any of this stuff is. And as you go through the game, you find these like pieces of a game manual that you kind of put together. And the game man- manual will eventually start to kind of give you hints about what the things that you are getting do. But they don't really explain it to you. So it's like... <laughs> You kind of have to go through it and fight, figure it out yourself. And parts of the game manuals do have maps in there for certain parts. And it will show, like, where your character is in the map when you look at it, which is cool. But, you know, so not all you won't always know where you're at. And it doesn't tell you what to do at all. You just kind of have to go through and try to figure out what's going on. And it's really cool. Like, I like it a lot. It's a, a lot of people say that it's reminded them of the original Zelda in that way. Just the fact that it just does not tell you anything. There are no maps. Like, it's all... It's all very much just figuring out. And it's and there's some parts like I was just playing it in bed today on, on my OLED and there's there's a part where you get you know, you get a lantern that'll help you go into this dark area and if you try to go in there you can't see anything, obviously, so you get killed. And going in there with the lantern, you only see like so much in front of you. I mean you just, mm-hmm. just kind of turning around the corners and like looking out for these like sort of like I don't know, like lizard lizard skeleton people. It was kinda of, it was kinda of scary at times. It was I was definitely feeling like the terror of this dark, dark area and going through and not knowing when I'll get killed. And it, it does, it does like the dark souls thing where when you die, you lose 20 coins, which isn't that much, but you can come back and get the 20 coins. Like a little spirit of you will appear wherever you die and you go up and you press a by it and you'll get your coins back. Um, the importance of the coins, which I didn't find out until much later is you'll find these different little, uh, objects that you can sacrifice to the save point in the game. And when you sacrifice them, you'll like up your up your health points. You'll get like you'll be able to attack better, like better damage and stuff like that. And that's how you grind. And I had already played the game for like I don't know how long before I figured that out because I was getting my ass handed to me by these giant fucking crocodile people <laughs> called uh, Chomp Chompignom, and they were just like destroying the fuck out of me. And there were these parts where I'd have to fight like three or four of them at once, and they were just beating the shit out of me. So I just looked online, and I was like, "How the fuck do you kill these fucking?" chomping noms because i cannot figure out i mean i can dodge it but when i'm fighting like four at a time it's really hard to not get killed and i found out that i needed to upgrade my character and i thought that when i got those things my character just automatically upgraded but i had to go to the fucking save point and sacrifice these things in the fire to get yourself upgraded and i don't know if i would have figured it out i looked through the manual there's a little small thing in the corner that shows that you have to that you have to do this but it doesn't explain it so that was a thing where I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did, uh, you know, how would have I figured that out? But it's, I like, I like the, uh, it's just cool how it doesn't really, doesn't tell you anything and expects you to like, just go into it on your own and try to figure out what's going on. And I've kind of gotten to the point where you have to like, sort of, you like hold A and you sort of like meditate by these giant pillars mm-hmm. and it'll activate them. They'll go down and it'll kind of like start this electricity of sorts that'll go through and open doors and stuff like that. That's the dungeon that I'm in right now, but there's dungeons in it, just like Zelda. And the bosses are hard as fuck. And I and I watched the review that said that the bosses always ramp up. And I'm like, I don't believe that. You know, I, I'm going to be fine. That first boss, I probably died like 30 times before I made it through oh. all the way. Are they like, like multi-stage no kind of bosses? 
No, they're not. They're just, they just, uh, it, it's it, uh, the way that I think it's like Dark Souls and I'm sure, I, I mean, I, I've only played Demon Souls a little bit, but you, it's, it's like kind of the same as like Metroid Dread where you have to, you have to memorize the attack patterns of the bosses. Otherwise you won't win. Like that's how you beat the boss. You have to memorize their attack patterns. You have to dodge everything and you can dodge everything. You just have to know what they're going to do, and you have to know where to move to be out of the way of the of the damage. And it, and it's like very much like you say, you know, when you die, it's your fault. Like the it's not the game's not cheating you. You just didn't dodge correctly, or you don't know how to kill the boss, and that's a lot of it. So a lot of it is studying over and over again. So you just basically have to play these characters, and you get these potions that you can use that will refill every time you die or every time you save. And an interesting thing as well, I don't know if Dark Souls does this, but every time you save. All of the all of the creatures that you beat come back to life, so it's sort mm-hmm. of kind of like the Blood Moon in like Legend of Zelda. So when you save at the save point, everything that you everything that has been killed comes back to life, except for the bosses. Thankfully, the bosses could stay dead because I would have been really pissed if I had to beat that fucking dude again. And I've already gotten to the second boss now, and that boss is like three times bigger than the boss that I fought before. And I'm like, oh fuck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I I'm like I don't know if I can do this, but. I've really been enjoying it a lot. Like I'm definitely going to, I'm going to play through the whole game, but I, I highly recommend it for anybody who uh, wants to play like a shorter version of like dark souls and all that. And it has, you know, like I said, it has similar similarities to Zelda, but it's not, it's not like a copy paste Zelda thing. It's got a lot of its own stuff to it. And it's really, really cool. And it's really fun. You can actually, you can get the, you can get the bad guys to fight each other. You can get them to attack each other. You can get the you can get the environmental puzzles to kill them. Like there's a part where there's these like lasers that you have to kill, and you can get people to walk into it and it'll automatically kill them. Or there's like uh, spikes that come out of the floor, and you can get characters to walk over that, and it'll like impale them, and they'll get killed. So that's really fun. So there's like stuff that you can do in the environment to try to like push your characters into that. Plus there's like these little floating things called fairies, but they don't look like fairies. They're basically like robots, but they shoot stuff at you. Like there's like uh, ice ones and, and uh, fire ones and stuff like that. And you can get those to kill the other people. Like they'll, if you kind of like dodge around, you can get them to shoot the other bad guys while you're fighting. So you can kind of get them frozen or get them get them set on fire or whatever. And there's all these different tactics you can do in there. But it's been, yeah, it's been great. I've been having a great, great time with it. And it's, I understand why people like it so much. Like it's one that I just, uh, I don't, I, I highly, highly recommend it. I think both of you would really enjoy it. And it's totally worth it. It just came out on Tuesday. So I'll probably pick it up this week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play I'm gonna play it all the way to the end because I it's been highly addictive. I think it's around like 15 hours or something like that. But it's worth it. It's it's a it's a blast to play. Like it's uh it's very good. And there's yeah there's just like so much different stuff. You can kind of like uh, you can choose whether you have your sword on like X uh, X Y or B. So you can choose whichever one you want. You dodge with A. Uh, you press L to like bring in your weapons and back and forth and. I just like how you find stuff and it doesn't tell you what it is. You kind of have to figure it out through the manual. The manual is really, really cool. Just like finding that stuff and looking through it. And there'll be kind of like little snippets of the story, but you don't know exactly what it is. And it'll kind of just like, you have to actually read it to figure out what's going on on the next thing. So it's, I don't know, it's 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 a cool way to try to bring you back to that original like NES feeling of, a, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's got this Metroid-ness to it too, because Metroid 1 just drops you into the game and doesn't tell you anything. Mm-hmm. And you just got to figure it out. And I like I like those games. It's like very you know it it'll look like Zelda because you show up on the you you wake up on a beach but there's just no they don't really tell you anything they just tell you where you're at and you got to figure out where to go from there. But yeah, it's great. Oh, and you can't pause to use items. I don't know if that's a Dark Souls thing or not. But like when you when you bring up your item menu, it doesn't pause the game. So if you're trying to like pull out a fruit or a potion or something like that, there's a good chance you might accidentally die, which I did. 
quite a few times. Definitely a lot of the stuff you're saying reminds me of the Souls games. Yeah. The music is great, too. It has a... It kind of reminds me of, like, a Bramble Blast, you know, where you have, like, this incredibly intense, hard-ass level that has this really pretty, uh, soothing music in the in the background. Like, at first, it reminded me a lot of, uh, of the aquatic ambience from uh, Donkey Kong Country 1, of, like, that, you know, like, the like the guitars and all that and the, and the water and it's very peaceful while you're getting killed and all of this very nice like slow piano music is going on in the background like i'll probably definitely pick up the soundtrack for this but yeah it's real music's real chill but the game in itself is pretty difficult but once once i started upgrading myself i did i did get like i can i can destroy the crocodiles now like they're not really a problem anymore but i got to these like wizard guys they can like teleport and they can attack like this square of the map from wherever they're at. And they kind of move and some of them are way up high and you can't kill them. And, and you just have to keep dodging over this square. And then they were, they were killing me. And there's these other wizards that can set you on fire, you know, which will continuously damage you as you go. And, and you, you can, you know, you have these, you have these potions that you can use and they'll refill when you, when you save and, and you kind of build those up and you can build up, the amount of life comes back when you take the potion. There's there's other like roguelikes that I played that had that in there before, so it's familiar. I don't know if they do that in, in Dark Souls, but people were saying that it's it was similar to Dark Souls, but like a indie Zelda like game. But it looks it looks very pretty. Everything, all the shadows and stuff look really nice on it, and it's been it's been nice to play. I played it on the OLED, and then I just kind of I was getting I was <laughs> I was getting so frustrated that I you know I was like. I was like, ah, because I just kept getting killed on those guys, and then I started playing it on the TV, and then I had to, I had to look up, look up how to kill the the chomping noms because they were annoying. So if you do end up playing it, make sure and sacrifice your shit at the mm-hmm. at the save point because I, I don't know if I would have ever figured that out. I think it's like thirty bucks, but yeah, yeah, I was just looking totally, at it. On totally worth it. It's thirty. Yeah, it's worth getting. Uh, people, people really liked it. It's it's gotten great reviews all around. And so I do recall a time on Twitter that's. All people were talking about kind of yeah. like trombone hero <laughs> yeah trombone trombone hero i saw somebody made a trombone hero controller okay you see yeah. that it, it happened i so said somebody did make a plastic trombone thing so i said by next week someone will made a controller yeah if people hadn't completely forgotten about it do, so. you, do you still play it no i figured it already fizzled out for well you. it's a pc game i I don't ever play PC games. Yeah, but you have you, you have a good amount of them. I do. So you could use them. Yeah, I want that. I want. I need to look up a video of that controller. I've already been Actually, thinking of ways that I could. You might have had a real trombone. Oh, the video that. he he's uh he's got himself on on silent for most of the video, but then he kind of fades in so you can hear what he's actually playing on the real trombone. I didn't think it was real. I thought it was a plastic thing because. Uh, like mm. I thought the guy said that he had never played trombone before. He just was. Yeah, he to... said he never played trombone, but. But like I said, he, it, the the sound from the game fades down as the real trombone sound fades up for just a moment, and you can see him also sort of gasping for breath, like he's really blowing into the thing and and playing the trombone. Hmm. So yeah, it's real. Nice. All right. Well, uh, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about some news and stuff. Oakley, Oakley. We'll be right back. 
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa! 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 He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! talk about some games that came out this week on nintendo switch the spirit and the mouse is out now that was i was a, wondering about that i was looking at it but i don't know if i want to play it or not that I was decide. that was a game, cool that was a game from one of the directs one of the indie directs i thought mm-hmm. so i uh i was really i was really interested in it but like i said i just I can only play so many games at once so i, I went for tunic yeah it's not a priority for me but it's on the list it does look cool uh it's on my list i have a long list of stuff I have too long of a list. I forgot to mention that, by the way. But I was wish listing this week, and Nintendo told me that I had too many games on my wish list, and I had to delete a few before adding any more. This doesn't make any sense to me at all. Do they not want me to buy games? No. Well, they want you to buy games. They don't want you to wish list games. They want you to actually buy them. Yeah, they're I like just, buy some of these fucking games already. The the same thing happened to me. Actually, my wish list is maxed as well. So what is the max so number? There. I didn't go through and count them all, but I can't. I can't wish list anymore because I have too many. So I got try to go through and like delete all the ones that I bought that are on there. But but yeah, yeah too, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have any games on there that I bought anymore. I delete them all. You know, every time I go to the list and I see them. But I, I've I must have two hundred games on there, and I don't think like out of the thousands of games that are on the Switch, why only this this limit? Whatever I, th- I think it's two hundred. My ex, uh, my explanation is that the eShop is broken. That's why <laughs> it's, it's amazing how much that shop sucks for like the amount of time that it's been on Switch. Like it is totally fucking broken. I don't know. I'm sure it happens to you. Mine runs like shit every time I try to like get, get anything off the yeah. eShop. Like everything takes forever to load. Like most of the videos will never play on any of the games. Like it's just a shitty fucking eShop. Like it's the worst one out of any of the other ones. 
I don't understand why it has to suck so much. Maybe because it has so many games on it. That's why you have a limited amount of wish lists or whatever, but it's annoying. It takes like it takes forever to load. It takes forever to even like load like when you try to switch the ones on the left, like you have to wait for those to load and it's fucking irritating. That's uh, this week's eShop rant. Yeah, sometimes I'll go to a category on the left and it'll show me a different one on the right. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then it'll like reload and then it'll go to what I was actually clicked on. But it's, yeah, just, it's, 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 it's just really, really slow. That's it's hard to things. navigate. It doesn't make sense how it's organized. All that fun stuff. It doesn't have Mario running around bonking his head on bricks because you're downloading your game. Well, I mean, it, yeah, that, it, it doesn't show Mario stealing your money, like it, like which was very fitting for the Wii when you download stuff. You watch Mario actually take your money like as it loads. Yep. Yeah. As he has many other people. Let's see. What else do we have? Um, Arcade t- Archives Rompers is available. This yeah. is a game that was on my... I talked about this a few months ago when I got my Arcade 1 up. It's, oh, yeah. You were going to play... You are going to go on Twitch and Rompers, right? This is the Romper. I was going to. Rompers, rompers and a Romper. Yeah, that one came out a while ago, but I saw it on there and I did think about it. Trails from Zero, which is a part of the Trails series, like Trail uh, Trails of Cold Steel and Trails in the Sky and, and all that stuff. It's kind of funny that there's like a Trails series and a Tales series. They both exist in the video game world. Trails from Zero is actually a game I really want to play. I think it looks great. It's just uh, I just don't have time for another like 100-hour RPG on top of the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Persona 5 on the horizon and all that. But that one's definitely on my list of things I want to play whenever I have time to. I could just buy it and just throw it into my RPG games I'll play whenever I have time to catalog and also my sealed catalog or area where, where you know I have stuff I can't play. Now, the Life in Strange collection came out. Uh, for forty dollars, I know we saw that on the on the direct before. Picross Picross Eight, this is eighth game with has a demo on there. I know it's more of the same, but they just keep making them, so people must like them. Uh, Railgrade, which was on an, on another direct, that one looked pretty cool. That's coming out for twenty dollars. If you like railroads and putting shit together and all that, looks like railroad simmy type thing. FIFA twenty three, thirty nine ninety nine. I know everybody wants FIFA. And uh, Arrowheart, which basically looks like a, another Zelda game, but isn't as good as Tunic, from what I heard. It came out for $40, $10 more than Tunic. On the DLC side of things, we got an update to Mario Strikers Battle League. That is the one mentioned a little while ago. Where, where now we have Paul, Pauline and... Uh, it's officially out his now. name, Diddy. It was, in the, it was in the direct, but it's officially out. But you haven't, you still haven't tried it. I've not tried it yet. Mm-hmm. Nope. i got to get back into Strikers. Maybe once the Splatoon love starts to finally wear down. And we got a new level in there too, so don't forget that. Yeah, new uh, new stadium. They still they need they need more modes on there. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't play it, but I, I, a lot of people said that there wasn't there wasn't enough modes when it came out. Um, to, I, I thought this was funny. Uh, Detective Pikachu, two, the game, not the movie, uh, may still exist. I mean, I, I think it's I think it still exists. Do you think it's a Switch title now? And uh, well, obviously, I mean, it's not, a 3, not a 3DS. I don't think it's a 3DS title. I mean, especially since 3DS is disappearing, like the 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 shop and all that. But I figured, I figured it was still happening. According to Kotaku, not only is uh, there a rumor that it's still happening, that but this rumor says that it might even be close to release. This is according to a throwaway line on a developer's LinkedIn profile. <laughs> it's amazing what they what they find on these like for real where they get where they get their shit from i mean th- this one was announced like a long ass time ago like when the 3ds was still a thing so i mean i'd i would think that it'd be almost done by now 
even though they pretty much spoiled the ending with the movie, you know, because the game never got to that, never got to the reveal of who Pikachu actually was. It was always Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> but here's something that, on that note, uh, in 2019, the Pokemon Company's president explained in a Pokemon business strategy announcement that the new sequel would have a different ending from the movie. Oh. So Pikachu actually uh, isn't his dad. He turns out he's Giovanni, the the evil uh, lord of uh, the 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 villain guy from Pokemon Golden. It's Silver. like Game of Thrones where they just had to like keep going even though the books ran out. I thought you were going to say it's like Game of Thrones where they had to make a new series and then try to make people think that those last two shitty seasons didn't exist. Apparently, they're kind of like trying to retcon them now with the House of the. Oh, Dragon, really? Is what I heard. Yeah. They're trying so to dumb. trying to retcon the shitty ending of the of the show. I don't I don't understand why people watch that show, but I guess some people are still hanging on for those first couple seasons. I liked when what's your Thrones face went nuts. Cool. That was that was a cool scene, but it was very predictable. When the yeah, when she was on the dragon, whatever. Yeah. I like when the dragon got mad at that chair and burned it <laughs> yeah. for reasons. In case you're wondering what that comment was, uh, I found it. It says that. Uh, on developer Jonathan Murphy's LinkedIn page, he details his experience in his current role working at Creatures Incorporated, where he's been working for the last five years. And it's, at the time of uh, the Kotaku article, it still says on his profile, using Unity, he worked on one un- one unannounced project and one nearing release, Detective Pikachu 2. I believe it. So, yep. Hooray. Never heard of fluffing your resume before. <laughs> they should uh they should re-release Detective Pikachu one also for Switch because I'm sure a lot of people didn't play it. Bring everybody up to speed. I did I did enjoy that game. It's like a you know it's like a po- it's a Pokemon point and click detective game. So some people who don't like regular Pokemon games might like it. You never know. Uh, this was when we were talking about games that we thought we should get ported to switch that haven't been ported yet last week i was gonna actually mention shatter which shatter was a playstation 3 like um you know like a basically like an indie game that you could buy on there and it was really really good it's basically like probably the best version of breakout i've ever played you know where it's like kind of like you know where you bounce the ball back and forth but there's bosses and stuff and you can kind of like you have like a fan of sorts where you can kind of like kind of like make the ball go different ways and you can also like shoot and all that it's a really really cool game anyway it's getting ported to switch uh Cool. In like the or like the I think it's like the first of November, that first week in November, and it uh it looks great. Is it like Shatter Hand? No, it's shattered because like you uh because like you break the bosses like as you go through. Oh, I was hoping it was like Shatter Hand. Yeah, that game was bad <laughs> on NES. You punch Is people. That the Power Glove one? You, no, it's it's just a character that's like a it's basically a Terminator knockoff, and and on the uh, front cover of it, it shows a guy like punching and his. And his robot hand coming through his rig, his whatever fleshy hand. But no, in Shatter, you shatter the bosses. That's why it's called that. But it's really good. It's I was thinking what's your hand? Glove ball. But no, if yeah, not Shatter hand. Shatter hand's crap. There was a new. There was a new uh, trailer for Dragon Quest Treasures, where uh, Eric's Eric's sister has uh, gravity defying bangs, which I thought was pretty oh. funny. At the very be- so it's a '90s throwback. At the very beginning of it, uh, she like hangs upside down, like to talk to him on like the bunk at the bottom of the bunk bed, and her bangs like stay perfectly where they are. But like her like bow and stuff is like is reacting to the gravity, but the hair is not. So I found that very interesting. Regardless of that, 
once I watched the video, it I heard and I heard that that uh, overworld theme from Dragon Quest Eleven really really took me back. So I was like, oh yeah, I mean I'm getting this game anyway. But they but they've shown a lot more of it. It looks like it's a kind of more of an action RPG stuff, but it does have like stuff that looks like turn based battle. Uh, magic spells and stuff like that, but it looks really good. Like I, I like what I've seen in there. there you're getting all there's, there's like a, a bunch of like pre-order stuff you'll get, like extra like pellets and even monsters that you'll get like right off the bat. You can recruit a bunch of people. You know, you're basically hunting for treasures, and you can build your own like treasure room and stuff like that. But I think it looks really good. It's a, uh, it's like pretty much the holiday games coming out like the very beginning of December. But it made me, it made me miss the old days of Dragon Quest Eleven. Back in old 2019, before, uh, you know, before things were how they are now. It's a much different time. That game was worth the wait. But I'm excited. I'm excited to play more stuff in that world, even though I guess it's a prequel to to Dragon Quest Eleven, but it's it looks cool. I'm 100% on board for that. I should get to play, play with all those cute little monsters, uh, cute little Dragon Quest characters. I like, the, like those monsters. They, they, always, they always look cool. Can ride on the giant... Uh, the giant block guy. That, that, that you I know that so general uh, sense of dread in the air, that tension you've been feeling lately? Well, as it happens, the teaser trailer for the Mario movie will oh, premiere yeah. <laughs> next week at the New York Comic Con on Thursday on the, the 6th of October. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you feel? Uh, are we, are we nervous about nervous. that? Are we, I'm uh, real nervous. Yeah, I mean, didn't uh, didn't like uh, what's his face? Didn't Chris Pratt say that he saw it and that he liked it? Not that uh, his opinion means anything. But what do you mean his paycheck that he got from the movie? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it, I mean, you know, it really doesn't. The whole like uh, video game movie thing has not really swayed me, so I don't really care whether the Mario Brothers movie is good or not. Really, I do. Doesn't it doesn't, doesn't, do doesn't bother me. I did see like a, a fake leak of Chris Pratt's Pratt's voice on Twitter, and it was like, "Hey, this fucking guy over here." He was just real like a New York New York York. It was yeah. obviously not the real voice, right? Yeah. Where's the guy? Uh, we get to see how much of whether it's a musical or not, or all this other shit that we've that we've seen. It has a apparently it has a it has a Twitter page. I mean, which is what just yeah, like Twitter Mario page be on Twitter is, or whatever. Uh, it's there. It's it's basically. Someone's someone's parked there. There's nothing on it yet. No tweets yet. Um, presumably, it will be unveiled next week along with the trailer. And uh, yeah, my, uh, other video game movies, fine. I don't care. Even, even Sonic, to some degree, I was just like, hey, you know, what, what's to be expected from Sonic? Um, but this is different. This is this is sacred. And, it, you know, I got, I'm going to care. I would love it if the movie was about to come out and then Miyamoto did his t- table flip. <laughs> I mean, he is like directly involved with it. And Miyamoto mm-hmm. is. So when he showed up to, to screech the direct to a halt and talk about Pikmin bloom for, for like <laughs> 10 minutes, you know, he did mention it. So I don't know. Hopefully and, there's, and they delayed it. Remember they delayed it. It was supposed to come out for Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was not uh, out for Christmas. So, Hopefully, whatever work they needed to do on it, you know, it, it made the movie amazing, and uh, we're all going to love it. And on uh, October sixth, we're going to be crying tears of joy at how beautiful this uh, work of art is, and, and uh, we'll be inspired to 
keep talking about it forever and ever and ever. And I mean, it, it's, it's a teaser trailer, though. It's not a full t- trailer. So for all you know, it might just be like, you know, in a world, whatever. And then it just shows Mario's feet. And then it's like, nah, 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 nah. And then it just shows the date. And that's it. You know? <laughs> okay. So I'll throw, I'll throw this down right now. I bet it ends with Chris Pratt going, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, teaser trailers, like, you know, they a lot of times they don't show you anything. You know, like, it's just like. You might get like a voiceover or something. Like the very one, last one line shot is or so something. long, Gabe Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much we're actually going to see of the characters and all that. It's not going to be like a full blown trailer. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be like shorter than that, the Tears of the Kingdom one that we saw, which is only like thirty seconds. I don't know. Well, here's something more enjoyable. Um, the latest episode of She Hulk. No spoilers here, but it does feature the Switch and. Mario Kart for two seconds. That Nintendo exists in the MCU. Two seconds. It doesn't really. It it doesn't really feature. So, I mean, this is this is about as dumb as most of the articles on the internet now. But I'm pretty sure the the MCU has been around for like how long now? I'm pretty sure they've mentioned a Nintendo system at some point. I'm sure there's a Wii remote in one of the fucking TV shows before this that showed up in like Agents of Shield or something like this. I, I refuse to believe that this is the first time that any Nintendo thing has ever happened in any like Marvel thing. Go back, check the tapes. I mean, watch I, all... I don't I don't have the time, but I'm pretty sure that they that it was mentioned before. Watch all 28 movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was mentioned in another one. I, I thought the Wii was at least mentioned at one point, or or there were. I thought that Tony Stark had like had Wii motes at his house in in one of those in one of the Iron Man movies. He built the entire Iron Man suit out of Wii modes, if I recall correctly. It's like a two. It's like a two second. It's like one line. That's <laughs> that's Mario Kart, and the, and you see a switch in there. That's what still. It, that's what it whether is. it's the first time or not. Confirmation or further confirmation that Nintendo exists in the MCU. So we can be happy about that. I mean, so does Fortnite. <laughs> it's, it's in uh, it's in Avengers. It's in Endgame. So I mean, Fortnite got there before, I guess. I swear that I bet there's some Nintendo stuff in there somewhere. I'm not gonna watch them all again, but I know uh, I know they're in there somewhere. I mean, just 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 like watched all of them again not that long ago. I'll have to ask them if uh, they saw anything like that in there. This is big news. The ES excuse me, the ESA has shared its plans for E3 2023. Oh, did so they? Further confirmation: It is happening. It is going to be a in person event. Boo! What the? I'm excited for it. What is? The, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what did they say? What I mean, what have they shown in there? They kind of broke they down. Say? They broke down how it's gonna, how it's gonna be. Um, whereas before it was open for, um, I believe the last time it was open, which was geez, like three years ago now. They had the industry and the, and the, the the commoners attend all at once. Which when I was when I was there for 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 that time when it was both the I was there I was there once when it was industry only and another time when it was industry and the common people at once and that second time it was a bit crowded it was a bit confusing and I was wondering like boy how do all these people being here affect the actual like business that needs to go down here and so I think this is a big improvement that they're going to have have it separated to where the first two days, I think it is, is industry only. And then the next two days is open to everybody. And just to 
I, I could be getting those days wrong, but they're going to separate it. And that's uh, going to make a, make a big improvement, alleviate some of the lines, and I'm sure make the developers who are there to do business a lot happier. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should let like the press and all that in first. I would think right. if they're gonna if they're gonna do both. I'm just really curious, like how much it's how much of an E3 it's really gonna be now that everybody's kind of like created their own thing, their own thing. Really, you know, they've all kind of like gone apart from E3, and it's like just yeah, it's gotta evolve and change. But I think there will is and will always be a need for an in person big video game event extravaganza for everybody to come and celebrate. And I think we should make a, a point to all go to this one because who knows if you know there's going to be one after this. And we had to wait. You know, we almost went that one time, but but it didn't happen. And then we had to wait forever. And so I think this time Nintendo main should all be at E3 2023 because it's a great time. And once once you go, you see it takes over the entire downtown area there's nothing quite like it but then we have to go to la that's true but just go inside it's very, it's very hot the center and play video games yeah yeah I maybe don't we know. could stay in a small town outside of la and it would be cheaper i'm just kidding i, I mean, I mean all, all the towns around, all the towns around la <laughs> it's so one giant pretty town, small yeah. i mean there's all sorts of small towns around there get an airbnb we could stay at silver lake or something yep what's that a town it's yeah it's further away yep LA is a whole bunch of small towns that are yep. that are too far away from each other because nobody knows how to drive there. What else? What else do you want to talk about? We already talked about the crits thing last week, actually. Yeah. What about um, Star Fox Adventures? Is twenty? Yeah, that's a big one. Maybe we can end on that. Star Fox Adventures turned twenty years old. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's a you know things age, and that first no still deal. seems <laughs> so real. Yeah. Have you ever thought about <laughs> returning to Star Fox Adventures? That game was not. A good I did game. buy it a few years ago, but I don't. Yeah. I don't think I've played it. Yeah, it was. It was such a weird ass game. Like, uh, I just remember, uh, you know, Jeremy and I playing it together, and you mentioned it just like how you have to like build these bridges that are like just about really. They're they're about as they're they're so small that it looks like you could jump over them, but you have to like get all the shit to build this bridge to walk across. It's just like all these really stupid menial tasks that you have to do in the game. And there's like maybe two seconds of actual like Star Fox in a ship stuff that's like at the very end, like just thrown in there. And the last boss, there's this whole like you would go between levels. Thing. You would use your yeah, um, it's really stupid. ship, but you just went through like rings or something. Yeah, they just had like these tiny Star Fox parts that were barely even there. I thought it was pretty bad when it came out. So I mean, I'm I, sure, I sold sure it on and I, and I beat it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I wouldn't uh, like it as much. Now. I don't think I would ever go back to it. Like. Yeah, it's. I just don't recall it being that. It was. It was really annoying, but it's all I had. Because I because I, I threw I threw myself into some shitty stuff at that time, and that was that was pretty that was a pretty early GameCube, so there wasn't a whole lot out at the time. And you know, Star Fox Adventures was something that we had seen as a sixty four game. So sort of before it, yeah. yeah, before like Star Fox was in there, so it was kind of like something that was sort of built up, and 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 this was like the last rare Nintendo game because they. They disappeared after that because Microsoft bought them. But you know, you know, games age just like people do. Like they're they're going to be older. We just have to get used to it. It's something that happens. Um, I do. Let's mention these last two headlines, and then we can go. Have you have you watched any of this stuff about uh, Donkey's uh, new uh, whatever new new company? I, I watched his reveal video, and it's just kind of like it's. I'm so used to not taking him serious that yeah, it's, it's kind of hard still more to like, silly be like, stuff. is this yeah. real? Like, yeah. is this? 
Um, I mean, it is real, and I'm surprised he didn't do something like this sooner, to be honest. But um, it it is it, it was an odd reveal. <laughs> yep. He started a publishing label, Big Mode. It's like was he? I, I was trying to figure out Looks was like he, a frog. Is he like trying to like just like a I don't know champion like ones that he liked that were maybe smaller that nobody would see or just like supposedly that's actually his producing idea ones or to whatever push for indie games to the front that are worth seeing. I mean, there there are a lot out there, I guess. Um, I don't know. And he has, I mean, he's the reason I found out about Undertale. I'm sure I would have eventually, but that video popped up on random on YouTube or Reddit or something, and it made me want to play that game. So at least in that case, he did. He was effective with that indie game. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard of Undertale through you on Nintendo Main. That's how I... Yep. And then I played it. On Switch. This thing on IGN about uh, about the creation of the Mortal Kombat Dragon logo. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird because I read all this stuff like real time on Twitter, like right when they put right when John Tobias put it up because I follow all those people from Mortal Kombat. So I read all of it like as he was tweeting it, like pretty much on the day. And then two days later, somebody posts it in news. I'm like, well, damn, if I work for a news place, I could have done that. No, I was just reading it because it was just on Twitter. But it was pretty interesting, like. You know, like stuff about the about the uh, dragon design. Like, obviously, it was modeled after like the yin yang, the yin and yang. You know, because a lot of the stuff were. Um, I thought it was cool that there were two different sides to it. Like, there was they were both facing each other in the arcade, and they had to decide which one they were going to use. It was basically like you know, single uh, first player, second player. You know, facing each other and all that stuff. And like, I think the original game name of Mortal Kombat was going to be called Dragon Attack which was based on a Queen song. So I thought that mm-hmm. was uh, pretty funny. And uh, they, they also talked about like uh, the, there's like a golden dragon that's in Shang Tsung's palace, which is based on a golden dragon that was actually on the desk of like one of the presidents from Midway. There's like all this, all this cool stuff in there. Um, and yeah, the, they almost didn't use the dragon logo because somebody said it looked like a, looked like a sea, uh, a sea creature or something like that. But yeah. I read, I read through the whole, the whole thread as it was like right mm-hmm. when it was posted. And I was like, this is oh, interesting. Cool. He even wrote out the title Dragon Attack in the familiar Mortal Kombat font. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that that's how Weird I knew about it. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. And they said it was based on a Queen song because uh, Ed Boon was, was, big into, was big into Queen. So, yeah, I thought that, yeah. And they, they showed like newer pictures of that, of that little dragon statue. It still exists, like little, <laughs> all that stuff. It does kind of, it does kind of look like a seahorse, but I do like, uh, I like that little. I like that little Mortal Kombat dragon. It was just nice to see like something from John Tobias. Like I don't think he's done anything for the game for a long time. You know, just like talking about the origins of that because I know it's only it's mostly just Ed Boon now. This is related. But I don't know if it's still true, but the Mortal Kombat Two Arcade One Up was on sale for only two hundred dollars. Yeah, you posted that. Well, also uh, as far as deals go. Um, for some reason, the the o the OLED is on sale. The Switch, it's like that's sixty true, yeah. bucks off or something like that on Amazon. Yeah. So for anybody who's actually looking to upgrade for handheld, it's a it's a nice looking system. I I have one. I play it pretty often. But I saw I saw it was on sale. Also, I'm, I'm sure we um, last last week when we uh, when we were talking about the the AEW release, we actually did get a retweet from Monster Brunch which is cool. Like, I appreciate nice. us giving him the shout out. And if anybody wants to know anything about AEW fight forever, follow monster brush, because apparently they know like everything. 
So that's where I've been getting all of the news Is he a, from that game. A reporter or insider somehow or I think I think he just I think he just likes wrestling and it's just really mm-hmm. following the, the game. But they were in I mean they they were at the like we're at Tokyo Tokyo Games game show and played the game and like and mm-hmm. posted videos of the game and pictures from that. So they're in a position where they could go to Japan and play and play the game. So I mean that's pretty I think that's pretty rad. I've seen I've seen more news from that than anything else. Like even IGN did like a tiny thing about about uh, Fight Forever. It's like this is shit I've already seen, and they didn't even show any footage. It was just them like standing in front of the camera just talking about wrestling. It's like what the fuck? Come on, there's there's other stuff. Like you're doing a terrible job at this. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's that for this week. Uh, we got kind of a light week, but go out there and play some Tunic. I know. Uh, I know some of the listeners really like uh, Dark Souls type games and Zelda games. Tunic is yeah, great. It is. It's an awesome. It's an awesome game. Check it out. It, it it it's really you know I'm not really much for nostalgia. Like nothing really makes me feel like a kid or whatever. But this game did kind of remind me of the way I felt playing old NES games and stuff like that. So oh. I think that's something to say for it. Never made me feel like a kid because nothing does. But but yeah, um, that was it was worth it to play it for that. If you want to hear, uh, we just recorded a really good uh, Patreon episode last night, actually. That's probably why we don't have as much to talk about <laughs> tonight, because we went like to 11 last night on our, we did we did our official ranking of Nintendo systems. So for anybody who's on the Patreon, look forward to that. That'll be coming out this weekend. And if you're on the $5 level, you can already see the video of us recording it and all that stuff. And we all agree, it came out unexpected and very interesting. I think it was. I thought it was great. I haven't edited it yet because it's a very long episode, but it'll be up. It'll be up by the weekend. But yeah, and if and you haven't done that yet, if you're not a patron and you want to hear bonus episodes like this and many others, go to Patreon.com/slash Podcast. and for just a dollar you can hear all of our expansion pack episodes, which are our bonus episodes that are only on Patreon. We've done other ranking episodes, and we do all like more focused episodes and less like news type stuff. So check that out on there. And also on the $5 level, there's a, there's a wrap up with all the in between songs, intros and outros that you can listen to every month on there. I will see if I put 13 songs on, uh, on our ranking. I might, I might put 13 different songs on there just for the hell of it to make the, make the monthly wrap up even longer. The very best song from each system. Yeah. Well, it depends on how long we talk about each one. Let's see. I I still got to work through it. I haven't done it yet. I was, I was going to rent, I was going to do it today, but I'm like, I need to, I need something to talk about on the show. So I just played Tunic all day, which was great. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find Jeremy and I at jmaxstack and at Nintendo underscore domain. You can also find us at youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast or twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast or other places where we are at. And we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry McCaskey. John Nitter. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya.
Well, okay. Uh, are you still there? <laughs> yep, still yes. there. Yeah, everything's. Are free. you still there? Everything's still frozen over <laughs> here, so so I have I have no idea. Yeah, I remember yeah, the rompers was on your was on your Pac Man thing, and I did see that, and I was like, okay. What the hell's going on? That's YouTube. It's a war zone out there. I was trying. I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to load. Yeah, Robert's no, he's got way more serious since the last time I played it. 